in all our lives, there are some moments, some experiences that change the way we look at life. Though these are fleeting moments, they become everlasting memories that get deeply imprinted in our hearts. These memories come back to us again and again when we need the motivation and inspiration. For us in Sayashraya, this inspiration and motivation came from a little Syrian girl who changed our lives forever. Welcome dear listeners, this is Mishti and Sai presenting to you Chronicles of Love brought to you by Sai Ashraya. So Sai, let us relive those life-changing moments once again. Yes, Mishti. These were life-changing moments, life-changing experiences for all of us. I was blessed with an opportunity to serve in the Syrian border. I was serving little children and their families and day after day it was a learning experience that I'll never forget. I still remember it was the last day of my serving there and it was turning out to be a very special day. Right from the start of the day I was interacting with children distributing chocolates, cookies and relief materials and playing with them, listening to their life experiences. And as this beautiful day was coming to a close, the sun was going down and everybody was rushing back to their tents. One little girl was running straight towards me. And she came and stood right before me in absolute silence. She didn't speak a word. And she just kept looking at me. I remember the intensity in those two little eyes. They were moist. And then the silence was broken by her squeaky little voice. And then she asked, are there hungry children in India too? Do you also give food to children in India? That was the essence of her question. And for the next few moments, I had no answer to give to that little girl. And I just felt that the little child had given us a message. It was the most powerful message that I had ever received in my life. That little child had shown us what pure selfless love is. That universal love that unifies us all. On returning back home, I started sharing my experiences with everyone. But very soon, I lost my voice. But God never took away the ability to communicate. And so I began typing out messages and sharing them with people. And as more people joined, 
we decided to meet one afternoon and relive these moments once again. At the end of the session, that evening, we decided that we would visit a nearby slum that had been existing from a long time. So there we were the next day in the afternoon inside the slum and there was this little baby sleeping on a tarpaulin sheet and as we went close to the baby the mother came out and she said that the little child four years old hadn't had food in the morning and was sleeping with that hunger and she would say that there were 50 more children in that slum who went to school every day with their stomachs growling and so we decided to do something we went to a nearby supermarket and got some food for the slum and we planned to distribute it and then the children in that slum were just coming back from school and they started sharing this with us so when they would be attending their classes their stomachs would growl and often one or two students would even faint during the assembly during some classes and they just would not be able to study this shook us because then we found out that they were barely able to manage one square meal a day and so we decided that we would cook a healthy breakfast every day for all those 50 children living in that slum we were just 25 to 30 people in our group at that time and this went on for a few months and then we saw something special on one morning just as usual we were in the slum and we were serving breakfast to these children and then a teacher from the nearby school walked up to us and she said that the children coming from this slum are all of a sudden showing a phenomenal change in their behavior they're studying well they are also taking interest in doing extracurricular activities they have the energy to run around and play what have you been doing to them and so we looked at the teacher and we answered saying we're not doing anything to them we're just serving them one healthy meal a day cooked with all our love the teacher then looked at us and said that the entire school was facing the same plight and children had begun dropping out from the school as a result of not being able to come to school, not having the energy to 
sit in a classroom and the teacher attributed it to the starvation that these children were facing in their day to day life and she requested us if we could take up the entire school so the next day morning we walked up to the school principal and we said we're ready to take up all the children in the school and provide breakfast to them and also impart whatever little that we have learnt in our life to them and this was how saya shreya was born wow i feel like it's happening today sai let us share more about breakfast seva with our listeners yes mishti that would be great these children became healthier and healthier day by day they began to run around and play like never before they began to develop a keen interest in studying and most importantly they became confident young children somewhere deep within our hearts we knew that this was just the beginning and that it would only expand more and more and today saya shreya has adopted six such schools with 600 students studying in them and provides a healthy breakfast to all of them on a daily basis not just that saya shreya provides them with things they need like notebooks and textbooks and stationeries and but then beyond all of this saya shreya has become a bigger family with all these children and their parents joining saya shreya there have been a lot of wonderful experiences for all of us after we have started breakfast seva we've witnessed some amazing things and surely in some of the upcoming episodes we will definitely speak about some of these experiences please do go through our website www.sayashreya.org to find out about all our service projects and also read some of these beautiful experiences soon after this we started providing super specialty medicare for the people who couldn't afford the most basic medical attention so sai let us talk about how this beautiful journey of providing medicare began yes misty absolutely one morning some of our volunteers were discussing about the appalling living conditions of the people living in slums of bangalore they lacked the most basic facilities most importantly they lacked even the most basic medical care and this was primarily due to the fact that they wouldn't be able to afford the exorbitant fees being charged by the private hospitals for even the most basic medical attention to add to that was also the lack of awareness and the social evils of drinking and smoking so as all these discussions were going on there was a thought that what if we could get the best 
of the best doctors under one roof doctors from all backgrounds all specialties under one roof and provide these people the most holistic medical care possible and thus began the planning for the super speciality medicare camp in bangalore we had just one week's time to get ready for the inaugural medicare camp in bangalore within a couple of days there were doctors from all specialities ready to volunteer with us the power of love was drawing all of them to sai ashraya the medicines were purchased the instruments were ready and sai ashraya was going to welcome its first ever patients i still remember that morning a red carpet was laid out to welcome the patients and one could see the surprise on all the patients faces as they couldn't believe they were being given this sort of treatment the inaugural camp was a grand success when this started i remember this incident very vividly because it just happened in front of our eyes two patients were discussing about sai ashraya and one was saying to the other how do you think this grand an initiative will sustain i don't think it will last a few months to which the other patient replied saying if this initiative was being run with the power of money it wouldn't last this initiative is being powered by just pure selfless love and so i'm sure it will sustain forever and you're going to see them back every month again and again this was an incident that moved so many of us and true to that patient's words sayashreya continued to do its medicare activities so very well medicine practiced with love becomes medicare says our master and that is what we've continued to do throughout there's another anecdote that comes to my mind when i think of the bangalore medicare camp on one sunday morning we found people coming neatly dressed to our medicare camp and we wanted to find out from the patients if there was some festival going on so when we finally asked the patients they replied saying we see you all mop the floor of this place every half an hour and so we don't want to come here shabbily dressed anymore we'll wear the best clothes that we have listening to this our joy knew no bounds and we all cried tears of joy that day not just this there have been many many beautiful transformations in the lives of all these patients 80% of the patients treated by sayashreya have given up drinking and smoking they now send their children to school the quarreling at home has come down they are well groomed and well dressed and most importantly they are so very confident the bangalore medicare camp happens in the first weekend of every month and an average of 700 patients 
are treated with the most loving Medicare. Medicines are issued for one month and 10 days to all the patients. All their health records are stored in the cloud and regular follow-up is done both over the phone and also over visits to the patient's home to check on how they are doing. These surprise visits have often been the most blissful times for Sai Ashraya as the patients are overwhelmed by the care that Sai Ashraya gives them. It is this love that has created a beautiful bond between all these patients and Sai Ashraya and today they too are a part of this beautiful family. Here's something so very beautiful. When these patients get well, they come to us and say, we also want to do some seva and they come and volunteer with us in our Medicare camps. How beautiful is that? And this is what motivates us, that this family is ever growing. And the only thing that binds this family is just pure love. One of the projects that is very close to our hearts is the seva for the leopards. When the society chose to call them lepers and outcast them, we call them leopards for their sheer courage and determination that inspires us always. Today, they are an integral part of our family. So let us contemplate on Sai Ashraya Adash Gram. It was in the year 2015. This was before Sai Ashraya was founded. Some of our volunteers were driving to some place and under a railway station there were a group of people affected with leprosy. They had holes in their hands and in their feet. There was pus oozing out of their fingers, their toes. The disease was eating them up. We interacted with them in that very location and what followed was an outpour by all these leprosy patients. They poured out all the sorrow in their heart and they said that they lived in a village in the Dharmapuri district of Tamil Nadu. The entire village was outcast from the rest of the society. They were being treated like untouchables. They would have to undertake a very difficult journey from Dharmapuri to Bangalore by train where sometimes even if they would hold a ticket in their hand they wouldn't be let to sit on the seat. They would be asked to go and sit near the lavatory. Such was the difficulty that these patients were experiencing. And they would come all the way to Bangalore to ask for arms where they would be badly treated. But they would manage a little bit of money and with that little bit of money they would pull in all the money together and would educate the next generation and would send them away to hostels so that they wouldn't be affected by the same disease. On that very evening, the volunteers sat down and made a list of 
some essential items that were needed long term for all these patients such as plates specially designed mugs which they could easily hold towels sarees dhotis lamps some torches and some more miscellaneous items which they would need on a long term basis and we plan to distribute them in the days to come the following week on the eve of christmas we distributed all these essential items and we invited these patients over to our home to celebrate christmas the following morning the patients were shocked they really didn't believe that we were calling them over to our home for christmas and when we insisted they did agree and the following morning christmas morning i still remember a fleet of cars went to pick these patients up all the volunteers who had cars in their homes drove their cars to the location to pick these patients up and as the convoy reached our home the neighbors looked on as if to see if there was some celebrity getting down from the cars but no they were more than just celebrities these were the most inspiring people that we met the people who got down from the car were people who were affected by a disease that was eating them alive they had holes like i said on their hands and legs and we stood with roses that we offered to each one of them and ushered them into our home for breakfast as we sat down to have our breakfast one of the patients started crying and she made the statement she said even if you would have given us a lakh rupees we wouldn't be as happy as we are now because this is the first time in so many years in fact the first time in our life that we have been treated just like normal people we are ever so grateful to you when we heard this we cried and so did the patients and after the breakfast what followed was the patients explaining the difficulties they had in their day to day life nobody would come to their village to sell vegetables nobody would come and even talk to them they lived isolated from the rest of the society and that made them feel so miserable at that very moment a decision was made that sai ashraya would adopt that village we decided to adopt that village to provide these people the most basic facilities that they lacked medicare educare food and nutrition and social care today our village has been christened 
Sai Ashraya Adarsh Gram, literally translating into Sai Ashraya's ideal village. On every third Sunday, Sai Ashraya conducts a Medicare camp for all these patients. The patients are lovingly treated by Sai Ashraya's expert team of doctors and medicines are issued for one month and 10 days to all the patients. Sai Ashraya takes care of the monthly provision needs of the 80 families that reside in this village. Children residing inside of the village are provided with materials that they need for their education and a lot of importance is given to them playing outside and so Sai Ashraya provides them with the sporting gear that they need for playing outside every single day. In Sai Ashraya, every day is a miracle. But very recently, we witnessed something really special in this beautiful village. Leprosy ulcers began to heal. Biologically speaking, leprosy ulcers don't heal completely. And even if they look like healing, they tend to come back. But in the past six months, leprosy ulcers have begun to heal all at once. Patients who have been suffering from leprosy for 25 years, for 30 years, are getting cured. While we thought how this is even possible, one old man, one old Tata, as we call him, walked up to us and cleared our doubt. He said, It is not your medicine that is curing us. It is the love that you share with us every time you come home. It is the care that you show with all your heart. It is the way you take care of us that makes all the difference. It is the love that has cured us, not the medicines. Dear listeners, today, Sai Ashraya Adarsh Gram stands as a testimony to that very power of love. In the episodes to come, we will share experiences about this beautiful village and we will also have some of our patients who will come and inspire us with their life experiences from where all of us draw all the strength from. It's so re-energizing to listen to it again and again. That's what Sai Ashraya is about. Love, love, love and just love. And then came the Seva near the Indo-China border in the remotest part of our nation. Serving in those places was something that hadn't happened ever before. We were the first to start the seva there. And what an experience it is each time. So Sai, let us share some of the experiences from our Tawang diaries. The Tawang Medicare and Gram Seva is a seva that everybody looks forward to. But how exactly did this seva begin? Two of our volunteers had been to the northeastern part of our country and came 
back to give us some inputs about the lack of Medicare in that region. And so a strong need was felt to reach out to the people in the northeastern part of our country by providing them with holistic Medicare. But which place would we work in? And as we thought about all of this, there was a lot of research that went on and finally we landed up with the Tawang district of Arunachal Pradesh. Let us begin with the journey to Tawang. This is one of the most challenging journeys for all of us. Though it's the most challenging journey, it is filled with life lessons that we learn each time. The journey begins from Gauhati, the capital of the state of Assam. And from there, a bone-rattling 19 hours drive takes us to Tawang. The journey is filled with the most picturesque locations that you would have ever seen. And through extreme road conditions and weather conditions, we make it to Tawang. And at an altitude of 14,000 feet, we see a whole new world. The kind of patients we treat in Tawang, we don't treat anywhere in any other location that we conduct our Medicare camps in. Many of these patients have never met a doctor before in their lives. Patients came to us and revealed that they thought doctors were magicians and all along they had avoided meeting doctors. And I remember meeting this man who was diagnosed with a heart problem and he was meeting a doctor for the first time in his life. And as I interact with him, he looks at me and says, I was born in my home, an old midwife delivered me and for the past few months I have been suffering from this chest pain and I didn't know what to do about it till I found out that this free Medicare camp was happening and as a last ditch attempt, I reached out to you all. When I heard this, I had tears in my eyes. This man could have died had he not come to us on that day or had he not met a doctor any time in the next few weeks. These are the kind of patients that we began treating in Tawang. And we found out that many of the patients who had come to us had come walking from distances like 40 kilometers, 25 kilometers, many of them carrying children on their backs. Many children, five years old and six years old, had come walking from that sort of a distance, starting in the morning and reaching the venue in the afternoon. And they had come from the nearby villages. As we heard this, we decided that we should take Medicare to the doorstep of all these people so they wouldn't have to undertake this sort of a journey that was filled with a lot of risks, crossing rivers, walking through the woods, walking through hills. I mean, these journeys were the most difficult. If we were to be put on that journey, we would not really make it. So, 
Sayashriya decided to do something that was the need of the hour. We adopted two more villages near the Indochina border. These two villages are the most remote in the Tawang district and one of them even takes us four hours to reach and the impact that it has had on the patients cannot be described in words. These people are the most inspiring and innocent people that we've ever met. Let me now narrate to you an incident that took place very recently in one of our Medicare camps in a village adopted by us. There was this old grandmother sitting on the bench waiting for her turn to meet our cardiologist. And she was coming for the second time and so I went up to her and I wished her and I asked her, how are you feeling? To which she replied, I'm feeling much, much better. And then I asked, Dadi, hum aapke liye kya kar sakte hain? What can we do for you? The granny looked at me and replied, Aap bolo, aap kya kar sakte hain? You tell me, what can you do? I instantly blurted out saying, we'll do anything for you. We'll even give up our life. Hum jaan bhi de denge. The grandmother looked into my eyes and made the statement that shook all of us. She looked into my eyes and she said, Nahi, nahi. Jaan nahi dena. Aap lambi umar jina aur aise sab ki seva karte rehna. Don't give your life for us. You live for us. Live a long life and do a lot of seva. This is a message for our life and we will hold on to it forever and ever. So dear listeners, that is the Tawang, Medicare and Gram Seva. And definitely in the episodes to follow, we will be presenting to you many more such anecdotes from this beautiful Seva, which will be filled with life lessons that all of us must imbibe and live by till the last breath of our life. Truly an experience all of us will cherish till our last breath. This seva has actually made us see the real India. Wow, no words can actually describe the love we get each time we go to any place for seva. So true, Misty. So very true. We aim to get rid of hunger and illiteracy in our lifetime. Starvation is something that just cannot be allowed to exist. As we worked in areas where food was scarce, we couldn't bear the sight of children and elders crying out of pangs of hunger. So we decided to take up something dedicated to eliminate this pain forever. The 24 bar 7 food seva began on 23rd of November 2017. I still remember it was the 15th or 16th of November and we were serving the different areas where we were going to serve food round the clock. And it was around 9.30 or 10 in the night when we were interacting with the people of a slum. And there I saw a mother sleeping with her children on the pavement and one child was crying so loudly and 
there were dogs fighting around them and suddenly the mother woke up and gave one tight to the child and the child kind of went back to sleep and then i went up to the mother slowly and i asked why would you do that and she said what do you know the child hasn't had food since morning and i'm unable to do anything about it this was the plight that was there in every street of that slum where people fought for eating one meal a day not being able to manage a square meal a day people would get into fights people would get into bad company and do things that they were not expected to do this kind of got us to think as to how we could transform the lives of these people meaningfully and the first thought was as the food would go in definitely the thinking of these people would definitely change and dear listeners as we serve about 3000 people round the clock today the biggest change that we have noticed is in the way the youth are beginning to think now they are able to eat food and many of them have even found jobs and are helping others find work too not just that there is wonderful harmony in the home and now no family is ever complaining this serving is so unique because it is literally 24 bar 7 even through the midnight till the next day morning sayashreya is out serving truck drivers and lorry drivers who drive across our country every day and this was a unique seva that started it is nicknamed midnight seva and the best part of the seva is the truck drivers come in so hungry unable to find even a decent place to eat and they find sayashreya standing with hot hot food in the counter there and they come and have food and there is music and there is a lot of time for some good talk and then the truck drivers leave with a smile hot dinner tea and snacks are served every day between 12 and 6 am not just this in the other slums that are served during the day there are people who are still involved in manual scavenging these people weren't being paid well and they were unable to get food to eat both in the afternoon and in the night and sayashreya found them opposite a metro station nearby and today they lead a better life and the mothers who go to work in the morning are able to come back and spend time with their children instead of going to collect firewood to cook food somehow for the night i remember this incident from our midnight seva there was this truck driver who hadn't eaten from the morning and he reached us literally next day morning and he had his dinner and then he had his tea and as he finished his cup of tea he made this statement and he said and i quote ye sirf 
चाय नहीं है ये प्यार की चाय है मीनिंग दिस इज इन जस्ट अ कप ऑफ टी इट्स अ लव फिल्ड कप ऑफ टी एंड दैट मेक्स ऑल द डिफरेंस डे लिजनर्स टू वॉट साई आश्रेय डज टूडे इट्स ऑल अबाउट द लव दैट इज बींग शेयर एवरी सिंगल मोमेंट ऑफ आर लाइफ जस्ट अ फ्यू डेज अ गो देर वॉज अ स्कूल प्रिंसिपल हु मेट वन ऑफ आर वॉलंटियर्स एंड शी केम रनिंग एंड देर वर टीयर्स इन अर आईज एंड शी शेयर्ड दिस एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ हर्स शी वॉज वॉकिंग बैक होम इन द नाइट एंड टू अर अटर शॉक शी फाउंड हर ओन स्टूडेंट्स वन स्टूडेंट स्टडिंग इन द सिक्सथ ग्रेड another student studying in the third grade and another student a little one from the first grade sleeping on the pavement shivering in the cold with no blanket on them the teacher cried and she told this volunteer that these children were unable to afford their lunch and they were falling sick of late and she made a request to us saying that if we could provide them lunch in the afternoon it would be of great help so just two days ago saya shreya decided to take up these 240 more little children into its wings and today provides them with a healthy lunch too serving food cooked with love is something amazing but saya shreya at this moment wishes to commend the efforts of the wonderful chefs who cook food round the clock let me give you a peek into our lunch menu it comprises of rice sambar rasam buttermilk and papad and every monday and thursday there is a sweet as well and the dinner menu has a variety rice like say a lemon rice coconut rice a north indian sabzi buttermilk and papad so dear listeners this is an example of what we serve during the lunch and the dinner time and imagine the chefs cooking round the clock day in and day out and for the midnight seva the tea for the 300 truck drivers who come every night is made in sai ashreya's headquarters here in a small home in bangalore ever since november 2017 over 9 lakh people have been fed in our 24/7 seva and each of them have had a different experience to share with us definitely we will be bringing to you those life transforming experiences in the upcoming episodes wow sai amazing no words the magnitude of work being done overwhelms all of us as of today 29000 patients have been treated with the most loving and holistic medicare three villages have been adopted by sai ashraya two near indochina border and one in tamil nadu 600 children have a healthy breakfast every day and also 
are being imparted education with human values for their all-round development. Over 9 lakh people have been served by Sai Ashraya in the 24 bar 7 foot seva. So that's what Sai Ashraya does round the clock, spreading love and joy all around by letting love express itself as service to humanity. Thank you so much, dear listeners, for tuning in to Chronicles of Love. See you again in the next episode, same time next week. Till then, take care. Lots and lots of love from all of us in Sai Ashraya. Thank you, Namaskar and Jai Hind.